You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Today's episode is presented by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, Ulysses, the Rays are back in action tonight and for the foreseeable future as they begin a three-game series uh, against the Baltimore Orioles on the road. And it's amazing. We're at the quarter pole of the season, and we've yet to face the Orioles. It's so funny because last year, it seemed like half our games were against the Orioles. (laughs) I mean, basically all your games, for the most part, were against division foes in the 60 game season. But uh, this is a good opportunity, I think, to continue the winning streak at least or just continue the Rays winning Rays as the Orioles are uh, not very good this year. They are a division worse 17 and 23. Uh, Their playoff odds sit at 0.0%. I can tell you, you know, when you look at the Orioles, they are uh, basically below average across the board, 23rd in MLB mm-hmm. and OPS, 19th in team ERA. Fangraphs has them 19th in their defensive rating. So just ho-hum, I guess, as far as the Orioles go. And even as negative as, as we can paint them, to, to you, have they been as bad as you think that they would have been? Because honestly, I think they've exceeded my expectations for worst team. I mean, if if you're looking at that division – uh, right. Th- they go on a run and they're still in it. It's, it's kind of crazy. So yeah, they're the worst team in the division, but I don't think, you know, that they, that the race not like to lower their, their level of playing here. You know, yeah, they're, they're not they're, like abjectly terrible, like the Rockies or the Tigers, but they're right. not a very good team either. But again, you can't really rest on your, or, uh, <laughs> Orioles. you can't all. rest on your laurels against, <laughs> uh, the Orioles. They have, I mean, John means has been a monster this year. It's funny because you look at their roster and again, I mean, it doesn't really like overly impress you, but there's a couple guys that intrigue you a little bit. I'll tell you that maybe the biggest surprise for me so far this season is Cedric Mullins. The fact that this yeah. guy at five foot eight, 175 pounds has six home runs. And I looked at his spray chart and he's got like another four or five doubles that have gone off the wall. So if he was playing, if all his games thus far were in Yankee stadium, he'd have 10 home runs. Uh, so he really, I mean, he'd be the Curtis Grandison wearing orange (laughs) pretty much. Yes. I mean, he is, I think he really could, if there's a guy that would be like, oh man, this guy's really annoyed us and been a pest this series, it would be Cedric Mullins because he's hitting over a 300 clip. He has the power. He has the speed. He has maybe the best approach on the Orioles roster so far this year, a guy who, uh, previously was a switch hitter. He's ditched that he's now lefty only, um, 
He's, he's walking at a good clip. He's not striking out. He's not swinging and missing. So he could be a really tough guy at the top of the order for whoever's pitching for the race. This is the guy that you circle in the lineup and say, we're not going to get beat by this guy. And, and, and he can do it all. The, that dynamic player. That's why we like those guys, right? That they can have right. that pop, but also that speed. It's very, very enticing to, to see a player do that. But yeah, going back to the Orioles today, they're, they're going to see the dark night, but I don't know what the the lexicon should be, the term should be for, you know, when Batman is retired and shouldn't be fighting crime yeah. anymore and uh, he's got the, the beer, uh, beer belly and, like, you know, he's just, Alfred's not there anymore to take care of him. That's what Mike Harvey is right now. He's not the Dark Knight of 2013. Yeah. Of he's, uh, he's everyone's favorite party animal. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. But, and and uh, Although he's, I mean, for all it's worth, he's been decent uh, considering all he's gone through, all the trials and tribulations of his career and the fact that he really hadn't been effective for three, four seasons now. So he's at least, you know, basically pitching like a number five starter. Uh, that for an Orioles team. With that. Yeah. He's, he's, an, he's, he's, he's playing the role that, he's, that he has been given, which is number four, number five role in a last team, in a last place uh, division team. That, that, that's what it is. And, and I think he got knocked around for seven runs in four innings by the Mets and the race just saw the Mets. So you can kind of, okay, you can hit this guy. The whip is almost 1.40. Uh, the, the ERA is almost touching five. So this is a guy that the race should be able to get hits off. They should be able to take their walks. If they're patient, he's going to make mistakes and he doesn't just have that, you know, that fastball anymore. And, and so right. th that stuff is not there. So you should be able to, you know, maybe not you and I, but the Rays should be able to yeah. get some hits and, and get some walks and, and get some damage. But um, I'm actually just excited about the other part, the counterpart of Matt Harvey, Luis Patino, seeing how long is that leash? I would be happy with four innings. I'm not asking for five, six, seven, eight. I'm only asking, can he go back to back four inning outings? Because if he does, then you can start thinking, okay, next time around, could he touch five? Right. And that's, I think, the progression that we all want to see. Yeah, that's a big question there. It's funny because you look at the Orioles and sometimes you look at the pitching matchup and it's like, oh, the Rays will score nine or 10 here. And then Tommy Malone like becomes a buzzsaw and Wade LeBlanc <laughs> becomes a buzzsaw. But Patino, yeah. Does he get to five innings pitched? He, he worked four on May 11th, three on May 4th. Before that, he was basically used two innings or so. I'll tell you, this could really be a critical start for Luis Patino because you have Michael Waka that should be coming back mm -hmm. soon. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer should be coming back this week, they say. So uh, who would be that first pitcher to be sent down to Durham? It might just have to be a product of, I mean, we got to pick one guy. Let's pick the youngest guy. Let's pick the 21-year-old because I don't think you're sending Josh Fleming down. I don't think you're sending Shane McClanahan down. Out of all the relievers, is there a guy you're sending down? I don't think so. Look, I think when... I mean, whoever comes back first, Waka or KK, I, I would imagine Kevin Padlow probably gets right. dropped down. But that yes. second guy, that makes it a little bit tougher, I think, as far as that's concerned. But who knows how they're going to work out this thing. And I don't think there's a Lewis head in the bullpen right now. Maybe I forget if right. Lewis head is still active. He's in the minors, not. I believe. Yeah. He's in the minors. That, that's okay. why they traded Hunter Strickland so they could have the versatility of, oh, we can just consistently call up and send down Lewis head. 
then somebody has to go down people. And I think McClanahan has basically said that ain't me. Yeah. <laughs> not putting me down. Uh, when, when you're, you're giving him the Liberty of getting to the six, then, you know, okay, this is not the guy that they're going to send down. So yeah, it's a critical start maybe for Luis. Uh, hopefully if he keeps it, look, if he, if he does four innings, I'll be happy, especially if he, keep, he keeps it at a clean four innings, maybe one run right. uh, at the most. That should bode well for him. And the front office now has a tougher job saying, no, kid, you know what? We're not really ready for you. It's like, no, you're ready. And also, yeah. we haven't talked about this because obviously it, it's been um, not in the forefront, but Chris Archer is also working his way back. And they said, what, mid-June possibly for his return? So, uh, you know, the Rays right. are getting healthier. We're not talking about Oliver Drake. We're not talking about Chaz Rowe. These are guys that need spots. So it's going to be a battle here for for the arms to stay healthy and produce. Because if you're not producing, it'll be really easy to send you down if you have options. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio, and Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB to get your first $5,000 managed for free for life. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's W E A L T H F R O N T.com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings. Get started today. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. The catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicles. And, uh, and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts elsewhere? Just go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Come. Okay, Ulysses, we got an interesting email from Brian Stark. We love when uh, Brian reaches out to us and talks with us on Locker Room as well. Very good uh, conversationalist as far as that's concerned. And uh, the, this email was sent a couple days ago, and I'll read it in its entirety, but I think the, the point of it still hasn't really changed in the last couple of days. So I'll go ahead. Uh, he says, so I know the Rays bats woke up to finish off the series with the Yankees and now the Mets, uh, but the Rays offense has been horrible so far. They are bottom five in average OBP and slugging as well as leading the world in strikeouts and runners left in scoring position. I remember a few years back, the Rays made it an emphasis to accumulate hitters with high exit velocities. Wendell, Diaz, Zanino, Meadows, Pham, Avi Garcia. 
And most of those guys are still on the team. But what good is it to have a team of guys who hit the ball as hard as they do when they are leading the league or probably close in the three true outcomes? Pretty much what I'm asking is, how long is Chad Matola's lease? P.S. The Mets fired their hitting coach and their team was hitting better than the Rays. I'll tell you this much. Uh, how long was Derek Shelton's? Three? Yeah. Four seasons? That's probably a, a, as, as long as Chad Motola is. You can't compare markets. The Mets will ask uh, for anybody's head when their payroll is $150 million. Right. Nobody here is going to, I mean, yeah, they can ask for somebody's head, but the front office doesn't hear that much noise as they do in Boston, in New York, in LA, Chicago. I mean, it's just a different market. It's a different beast. So we can scream all we want or, well, I shouldn't say we, because I'm not screaming for Chad Matola's head. Right. Um, race fans that are, uh, you know, upset with Chad Matola, sure that they can scream all they want, but it's not going to happen. Look, the numbers are not pretty. I got them right here. Okay. 18th in home runs first in strikeouts. That's the one that bothers me the most. If you're going to sell out for strikeouts, at least give me the good things about strikeouts, which is, right. Oh, the power will come, but the power isn't coming. That's what angers me the most. Uh, if anything, uh, look, they're second in, 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 in doubles, they're 10th in stolen bases. So you can see that there is some dynamic nest to the offense, but that's the one that bothers me the most. How can you be first yeah. in strikeouts and be so low in home runs? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's a lot of things here. I just don't agree or can't get on board with the, we see a problem and the easiest thing is to, mm -hmm. oh, let's just fire this guy or that guy. Same yeah. thing with pitching injuries, like a couple pitching injuries ramp up and it's like, let's fire the entire training staff and let's move on. It's like, it's not how it works that way. And quite frankly, we shouldn't be doing anything that the Mets are doing. If the Mets are doing something, we should be doing the opposite. The opposite. Exactly. And by the way, the Mets uh, players, the clubhouse was, um, I mean, in all but disrepair after Chili Davis and the other guy was fired too. And that's just a case, in my opinion, of new owner-itis of Steve Cohen. He's got $2 billion plus, and he's going to do, I mean, he's breaking injury news of his team on Twitter. Like how laughable is that you've got fights about rats and raccoons and balls up the middle. Like they're, they might be okay record wise, but they're constantly in a dysfunctional mess. The other thing I'll say, yes, yeah. the, the messy Mets, that, that's what they there are. You go. Yes. Uh, the other thing is like, okay, you acquire these um, guys that have hard hit rates and high exit velocities you have to understand strikeouts comes with the territory. Usually guys that hit the ball hard and hit the crap out of the ball are going to have a high strikeout rates. It's pretty much a unicorn that, you know, has a very low strikeout rate and hits the ball consistently hard. Otherwise we'd have a roster entirely of Eric Sogards and Nick Madrigals. That would be the case with that. So, you know, and, and I mean, again, if we're, if we're going with, if we're looking at these guys, I mean, do we also put Eric Neander's head on the chopping block for acquiring these guys? I mean, it's all, and the other thing, there's a lot of things with this. The other thing too, is a lot of these guys, they've got private hitting coaches and a lot of their, a lot of the things they're working on these gurus, some of them are snake oil salesmen. Uh, some of their philosophies and outlooks, uh, runs counterintuitive uh. to what, uh, a particular organization is looking to a lot of times they get in the way and not saying this is always the case, but I just find it 
Chad Matola is not up there batting third. He, he's really a, a lot of times it's, it's the hitting coach just telling guys to calm down and don't even focus, just go up there and, and do what got you to the show. That, that's yes. basically what they're there to do is just calm a guy down. There's only so much mechanical stuff and, you know, oh, look here, alter your stance. And it's a lot of approach things, really. Yes. And, and, and so I think it is unreasonable to ask from what said. However, I do have to nitpick with something you said because. Yes, uh, you do expect the strikeouts to 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 rack up, uh, right? If if you hit right. the, the heck out of the ball, sure. But you should also be expecting more home runs. And the fact is, I the agree. home runs are not coming, and they're 18th. So so maybe the approach isn't actually working. Maybe you have to tweak it. And just to pick the guinea pig of the season, Willie Adamas, he is the reason why. Or not, he's not the reason. I shouldn't say that. I should say he is kind of an example of what we're looking at being first in strikeouts and 18th in home runs. He's selling out every time, every time, but it's so easy to get above his swing in 2021 with that uppercut. You can just throw him fastballs at the top of the strike zone and he won't ever get to them. It's impossible. It's like almost physically impossible. So the adjustments are not being made. And so the results that can't happen. You can't be first in strikeouts and be bottom two thirds in home runs. That should but, not be okay. So that's that's yeah. the problem. I and I don't think that necessarily is Chad Matola's fault. It no. comes down to the player. It comes down to look. He is basically told from the top down of this is how this is what our approach is going to be. Maybe that approach, as we're seeing the change in how the game is played, maybe that needs to be altered. Maybe it would work if you're playing in Great American Ballpark in these right. band boxes. But if you know half your home games or half your games are at Tropicana Field, which is can be a tough park to hit the ball out of maybe there does need to be an adjustment and again you mentioned it what what is the team second in doubles so yeah. extra base hits look i think usually there's a correlation between the home runs will come after that and again if we're going to like call out a couple play like who are we going to give credit for what mike zanino is doing who are we going to give credit for yandy wendell his 408 on base percentage who are we going to credit for joey wendell having a 280 having a career yeah like it, it's a lot of back and forth with that. And I don't disagree that, you know, sometimes a coach in his message gets stale and gets old. You very sure. rarely see a guy, um, you know, being a, a coach or manager with the same organization for, you know, 25, 30 years. But I don't know if it's gotten to the point with that yet with Matola. It's no. not like he's been uh, with the organization for two decades or with the big club for two decades. I know he's been with the organization since 2013, but uh, he hasn't been the hitting coach all that long. And the Rays also, they they shuffle so many players in and out. There's so much roster shuffling that it's not like you've got uh, an Albert Pujols or somebody on a 10 or 12-year deal and he's hearing the same thing from the same hitting coach and it's like, okay, it's time for a change. I mean, there, there's it, it, a lot of the guys that are coming in are hearing Chad Matola for the first time. I'll put it like that. And I think the issue here that, that Brian may be focusing in on and, and other race fans, it's that, the lows are too low. They're like, okay, yeah, Wendell and Margot and Yandi, but like, look at Brandon Lau and and look at Willie Adamas and look at Mike Brasso. Right. The lows are very low right now. And I understand that, but that's not, you changing the Chad Motola for another talking head. How is, it's not going to make everybody better overnight. And I'll say this too. Yes, the 18th in home runs is is really, uh, shouldn't be happening. That shouldn't happen. First in case shouldn't be happening. 
But look at the runs scored. They're 10th in runs scored. They're four games above 500. They're two games away from first place. So could this team be better? Yes. But overall, in the big picture, the team is succeeding. I think there are a couple of things that you can use. Look, if we're striking out this much, guys, and we're not hitting the ball for power, but we are dynamic on the base bats. We're, we're 10th in stolen bases. We get doubles. So maybe we play to yeah. our strengths. Maybe home runs are not our strengths. Maybe not striking out is not in our wheelhouse, but we can do some things right and we can exploit those things. But yeah, some numbers are not great, but I don't think changing the 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 hitting coach after what, three seasons, four seasons at yeah. most is going to really have, you know, a big impact. No, Look, it's not I, that I, market either. Yeah. It's not that market. Now, if there's a guy that's struggling all the time, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe a couple more bunts laid down. I think, you know, that's something that could be utilized, especially if a team is giving you half the field there. But look, I think it's one of those things. The Rays were in a funk there. 30 games in 31 days. You had Mejia on the mend, G-Man Choi on the mend. I mean, uh, Yoshi Satsugo, he's out of town. I think things are just naturally going to rise, like I said yesterday. And also, you're facing a little bit of an easier slate here. Now, you're, you're coming back from that West Coast road trip. And yep. honestly, I, I know it doesn't seem like it, like it connects all that much, but the fact that the pitching staff is getting healthier, I think that also could take pressure off of the offense, knowing that, okay, we've got Fairbanks back in the fold. We've got uh, Castillo back in the fold. Yes. McHugh is pitching like we expect him to. Confidence carries over, and I think that is just going to help things. Look, I will not be surprised in the least uh, if the Rays get a lot of home runs and score a lot of runs against the Orioles and Royals uh, the rest of this month. I, I certainly could see that happening for sure, but I just think it's totally, totally unfair to just call for a guy's head uh, just like that. Now, maybe after the season, if you know, things continue and the, the Rays will know when a guy is not the right guy or the right fit. For the not team. at all. I realize I mean, that. And I, I, I'm sorry, Kevin, even if these numbers stay the same throughout the season, I don't, I don't think it's any reason to, to, right. to fire Chad Matola. Now, maybe next season when you have talents like Wander Franco and Vidal Brujan and Taylor Walls for a whole season and then they're still not performing like they should be or like you thought they would, then maybe, okay, there, there's something yeah. here that's not really being the message that we want to get across is being put out there. Or maybe the, the messaging is wrong too. You have to look at that. But even if the numbers stay the same, I don't think it's any reason right. to, to fire Chad Montola. No. I'm just not a fan of mid-season firings. Perry agrees with me too. Perry's and, not. Yeah, Perry's with us yeah. here. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Built Bar is the greatest tasting protein bar on the uh, planet did you know that built bar has so many so many delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor if you don't know oh my gosh perry is on one today holy crap yes he, i'm gonna yes, continue with this live around i'm not gonna let him yeah i am not going to let perry uh upset my no. game here uh if no. you don't know the built bar flavors well you're missing out they've got coconut coconut almond cherry raspberry so many other flavors as well and most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, just four grams sugar, and only four grams net carbs. I think it was the garbage man that was uh, out back. That's why he's uh, uh, 
uh, going crazy right now. Yeah. Or maybe he just really wants a really built wants bar. Bill I might have to give, yeah. yeah, I guess I'll have to give him one. Hey, they're chocolate though. I, I'm not supposed to give true. my dog uh built bar there, but I, Hey, they're so delicious. He might, you know, take the risk there. Uh, go to <laughs> builtbar.com. Use promo code locked 15 L O C K E D. The numerals one five. And then I'll get you 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numerals 1-5 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. At least Perry didn't interrupt uh, the promo code there. Thank you, Perry. Yes. Very much appreciated. Uh, bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And remember, use that promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, locked on. Okay, Ulysses, this has been a once a week update we've been giving on the notorious, infamous Locked On Rays <laughs> podcast fantasy league, 18 team league, head to head, 36 points categories. I shall note, pat myself on the back here. I remain mm-hmm. first place in the St. Pete division, and I believe I now have the best winning percentage overall ahead of Thomas Lane, Yandy's yeah. biceps, who is first in the Montreal division. Uh, Joshua Garner, Melissa and Carlos Herrera, Zach McAllister also on the come up as well. Uh, I'm sorry, Ulysses. Ulysses and Chase remain dead last in the St. Pete in Montreal divisions, respectively. Oh. I'm sorry, bud. You got to do something. What, are you going to fire your hitting coach here? What's the deal? <laughs> fire your general yeah, manager? I, What's happening? I, I'm hearing people want uh, the head of the athletic director as well here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I don't know what's happening. I've got a really good uh, set of players, but, uh, you know, I got a trade uh, offer by Ooh. Yandy's bicep, Thomas Lane, yesterday. He wanted okay. to trade me g-man Choi for guess who on my roster just take one pick fernando tatis he really wants to screw around with you i don't know well he wanted to screw around with me that that is correct uh, thomas wanted no. Wander franco yeah okay interesting for g-man Choi. Interesting. no senor no i'm sorry thomas can't do that to you I can't give you yeah. Wander. I've already, I've already had Wander burning a hole next to the dial in my bench for the first six weeks of the season. I don't believe in some cost right now. I not with fantasy baseball, all, yes. Not with fantasy baseball. I have thrown all my financial accounting knowledge out the window from USF. I don't care about some cost. I will keep Vidal and Wander in that bench until they make their vi- debut and then I can play them every day. Um, Look, but yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. been a, a sucky, sucky fantasy league for me. I don't know uh, if the front office for KK's Choi Boys is looking to tank, but uh, if they are, they should know that it's not like we're going to get the number one pick next year. So I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah honestly, that is, Thomas, you got to come with more than that. Even though Ulysses is in last place, He's not that stupid when it comes to fantasy sports. Look, G-Man Choi, even though we've said that Wander Franco 
isn't going to get called up for a while. If and when he does get called up, look, you you're sitting on a gold mine here. Yeah. Because people out there think that he's going to get called up really soon. And people I think would pay a lot more than G man Choi, who let's be honest when he's healthy, he's good. But uh, that knee issue, how, how well is that going to hold up? Let's be yeah, honest. I, like, how much and, is that and, going and, to help you out, really? And I mean, don't you can find a first baseman anywhere, first base DH in fantasy. Now, if if G Man Choi was playing, you know, six different positions, it gives you some versatility, maybe. But uh, I would say, I would say no bueno to that trade there. He's he's got to come with more fire if he wants. And uh, he has fire. He has fire, Kevin. He's got DJ LeMahieu. Okay, he's got Trey Turner. Okay, I mean, it's not like okay. he, he doesn't have the, 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 the pieces to make this happen. He's got our oldest Chapman, okay? So yeah. I, I don't see where he was coming from, thinking I was going to get Jimon Choi. And, and not, so uh, I just okay. got to you know what? Uh, got to put Count- Thomas on the block there. No, bud. Counteroffer here. Counteroffer. Maybe if you want to get the conversation going, offer him. Okay, he sent you not a very good deal. You come back and you offer Vidal Brujan for DJ LeMahieu and see what he comes back with. And then maybe you all can work in the middle and figure something out there. Wow. Hey, at, you're, at least you're trying here. You're making roster moves. You picked up Logan Gilbert, uh, yes. Odubel Herrera. You, you, you picked Thank up you. your boy Miguel Cabrera in favor of Justin Upton. I'm not sure that's kind of a wash with that, but I know you have a, yeah. an allegiance to to Miggy there, yes. but uh, any of those guys really give you confidence long-term? I, I know there's been a lot of talk about Logan Gilbert, the, the Stetson product now with Seattle. So maybe that'll help you get, get off the side here. I think my, my pitching is going to turn, turn around here. Uh, Cause uh, you know, I, I do believe in, in the Miami Marlins rotation and I got basically like four fifths of them. I, I got Lopez. Uh, I got Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> I got Alcantara. So I got Cole Irvin. I picked him up too. He did pretty good right. for me last week too. I was so close to winning last week, but uh, I have the lead on, on, on Sujan. I think I'm playing Sujan. Yes, I am. Okay. He's been, a, he's a friend of the program. He's been twice on, on with us, right? Sujan's been on twice, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Well, Sujan, you know, there's a lot of love of, uh, from, from me to you, but not this week. I got to destroy you, Sujan. I got to destroy you. I am destroying you right now, 12 to 6. I will keep destroying you. I need this win. I need my first W of the season. I need it. Yeah. I need it so bad. I need it so bad. You're, you're like the Twins facing the White Sox. Like, this is their most critical series of the season. They have to sweep or at least win two out of three. You're, you're yes. at that point. Right now, I'm cruising. Like, I, I'm, I'm in the driver's seat here, although I'm yes. getting hit by the injury bug a little bit with Mustakas and Trout day-to-day and then Stanton, not surprisingly, hitting the IL. Again, I'll tell you what, my little secret move here, because I know this, this league is full of vultures. They, they see a prospect, yes. and they'll swipe them up. I've gone ahead and added Jesus Sanchez, former Rays farmhand, who's now you hitting did. 500. He's killing it. Yes, He's killing, killing it. it in AAA. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets the call to the Marlins uh, before long. So I was like, might as well add him, stash him on the bench, see if he can do anything. I'm playing with house money. What can I say? Yeah. But, you're you're, uh, you're yeah. taking a book, a, a page out of my book. Just just put him on the bench and their their time will come. I'm Look, I'm just a second half kind of guy. You know me. I'm, <laughs> I'm, they well. call me the comeback yeah. player, all right? All the time. I just come back and, and, and win it all. So I, that's okay. The first five weeks haven't gone okay, but I'm going to kill it. I, I know that I am. I've got the team, Kevin. Look at my roster. I might have the best roster. They just got hurt. 
Que Brian Hayes, uh, Luis Robert got hurt. My boy yeah, Cobber got hurt, and luck. he was actually giving me good points every week. So it's just a, cha- a shame. Man, you should be a PR director for the Rays. Uh, you sound like Chad Mentola, Eric Neander a week or two ago. Yeah, How about that? I did. All I right. Well, again, th- there's never a lack of drama and controversy with the fantasy league. I know we've had some issues with some some trades here, but uh, I imagine you, you probably hit decline so fast on that one from Thomas. You got to come with better stuff than that. Come on. Yeah. Come you on. Got, you, you, come on. You, you can't, you can't try to fool me with G man Choi there, but no, look, look at the, the Herrera's though. Bryce Harper's yeah. hair. Carlos is third. And then team airplane arms. Melissa is number two, dude. That is a good fantasy household right there. I think they're, they're sharing some information like the Dodgers and Rays. They're, they're colluding or, or <laughs> Hey, let, let me, they're, they're, they've got some extra power. I mean, they, they're basically, you know, I think live in the same household. They can share information. It's they're working on it. They're working on it. Yes. Look, they've got a while to catch up to me and Thomas. We'll see with that, but I think and Joshua Gardner. Look at that. Yeah, he's, he's Killing in the uh, conversation as well. Uh, okay, that is our fantasy update of the week. We'll probably have another one next week as well. Hopefully, Ulysses gets his first W and he can brag <laughs> on the program and go from there. Uh, all right, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.